Hey, how's it going? It's Ryan Woods, and this is Talking With Myself with Ryan Woods, and I... How's it going there? How you doing? Are you having a good week so far? Whenever you listen to this, it'll probably be Wednesday when you're listening to this. I'm recording this late Tuesday, where I'm from in the world, and how is it going where you're from? I know, first... I know what you're thinking. Ryan, you're late with the podcast. I know. To the three people out there listening, stop lecturing me, okay? I know I'm a little late. Um, Evidently, when you go out of town, you have a lot of things to take care of when you get back. So that's why I'm a little late. But I'm back, and um, yeah, I had a good trip. I went to Niagara Falls, Ontario, Canada. Oh, Canada. Da, 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 I don't know the words. Um, a beautiful place. I've been there a few times. And we also went down to Niagara on the lake and we saw some wineries. We saw some uh, some good wineries. We got some German wine back. Got some peach wine. Oh, I know I'm a connoisseur. Um, I like the connoisseur. It's not an alcoholic um, binger you went on, Ryan. It's a call to tasting, okay? Um, yeah, so we checked out a few wineries, brought back some beer. Uh, we went on this little tour. Um, great beer from, I'm gonna give them a free plug here if anyone ever listens to this, uh, Niagara Brewing Company. Fantastic little place there on the hill in Niagara Falls. You can't miss it. It has a big sign that says beer store. They have this third story deck that we just love sitting on. Uh, me and the lovely Dana. Lovely, lovely girlfriend, Dana. And um, we had a great trip. We had fun. Um, Things really couldn't have been better. The weather cooperated. It was very humid, as it would be with all the mist from the falls filling the air, making it humid. Um, Things were good. Things were good. There was enough diversity in the city of Niagara Falls to make any Trump supporter very nervous. (laughs) There's enough, um, there's enough diversity, there's enough brown people, if you know what I mean. Um, I know, it's a little politically incorrect, okay? But let's be serious. Um, they would have been, uh, very nervous, so, but anyways, I mean, that's that. I mean, they, they, we went on this tour guide, this tour guide that we had there, um, they really, he really started bringing up weed because he was talking about wine. He's like, well, I'm, I'm surprised that on these tours we're not going to make a stop at a dispensary. And he's, you know, he uh, he talked that you can have like three plants in your backyard. And evidently, he had a bunch of it. I've never smoked weed, but I mean, I can only imagine these people in their, well, he explained it in some stupid way because apparently there's like this mountain in Canada, if you can believe it, that runs through like the the city of Niagara and the lake, and like it makes the and there's like the Lake Ontario, and um, apparently it makes the ground very fertile, and has the perfect temperature for grape growing and fruit growing and all the things that help make wine and weed great. So we got to spend the weekend there. Uh, I spent Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I tried to get... I wanted to record a podcast Friday, but I wasn't feeling very funny. So I did not record a podcast. Um, So now I'm doing it now. Late Tuesday. 
So thank you for sticking with me, and uh, this should be up soon. But without any further ado, let's get into some more stuff. Um, yeah, so the tour guide we had, he was from there, and I think he embellished some things, you know, being a tour guide. Well, that's fine. You know, he would say things like, you know, this is this is such and such, and I saw such and such, and this is such and such, and you know, he's he was in, he was everywhere, of course. Um, but that was fine. But I will say, Canada in the mainstream media, I think, is blown up a little bit. Um, what I mean is, everyone talks about Canada in this very romantic way of. Like, oh, it's so happy there, everything is perfect, blah, 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 this, that, and the third, um, which I don't think is true. I really don't think it's true. I, I do believe they're overall more nice, and it's not like overt, like they're not in your face nice, they're not like, oh, how are you, can I get that for you, blah, blah, blah. They're kind of like like native Canadians that I, that I talked to there, um, we're just kind of nicer people like subtly nice like the security guards at the casino didn't gamble just exchange our money there um just the bartenders or just the waitresses they're all just more um like just subtly nice like you can pick it up it's like I really can't explain it but you would know if you had been there so you know, just go there. It's a great place. We stay at the wonderful Crown Plaza Hotel, right on the Falls View, I think. And uh, we didn't have a Falls View room. You don't need to pay the extra money for it, people. It's literally stupid to pay the extra couple hundred dollars to get a Falls View room with a window. We did get upgraded in the wintertime when we went for the uh, Festival of Lights, which I think we might do again. Uh, I'm not sure how it'll all work out, but I would love to do it. Um, I did see uh, the Niagara Casino. I would love to do stand-up there. Um, I don't know if they will ever have me, but wouldn't that be a great goal to set? To do stand-up there, you know, be able to go out on a weekend trip, do a couple of shows. That'd be sweet if I could ever pull it off. But until then, I'm doing the podcast. So, um, I've said so and I'm a lot, this podcast, Ryan. Can you get it together? Uh, what else did I see today? But the trip was still good. Um... But what I was saying about Canada being kind of romanticized, I think the people are nicer. But it's not like they don't have issues. A lot of homeless people in Canada, in Niagara Falls, obviously. But I want to tell you, I think there might be like a homeless ring thing going on. Now, this might sound a little far-fetched, so stop me. Stop me. I know you can't, but stop me. If I feel like I'm going off the rails here. Um, so we were sitting on this third floor drinking beer. And we saw, like, we did not see. There was this lady sitting there. A little lady. She was sitting there collecting change, you know, in a cup. and uh, Or asking for change in a cup. And they were holding cardboard signs with, like, have diabetes or something like that. Cardboard cut out, you know, just, just something that pulls at your heartstrings as a human being. And they would like all go into this. I really can't demonstrate it here, obviously, because you can't see me. And what fucking loser records a podcast? Because what? Are you gonna like sit on YouTube for the half an hour I do these, and you're gonna watch me talk into my computer as a sad fucking loser in the corner of my room? Like you're not gonna do that. But 
they go into like this character almost. They are like street performers, and this is such a bad thing to say. Like I feel like I'm being so ignorant. But there was one particular spot along the road in which it like the people changed. Like we looked down and there was a new homeless person there, but all the signs were still there. And this guy was like um he was like normal. Like he was like seemed to be having a good day. Then he sits down and he goes into this like character where he's like slumped over, he's got his elbow like on his knee and his head is like on his shoulder and he's all like slumped over his like knees like underneath he looks like he just fell there like he collapsed and he doesn't have any money like he's like begging for money and he doesn't have any energy he hasn't ate and then he pulls out an apple and then he's smoking on a cigarette and, oh. and then I saw one person that a smartphone they were scrolling through the phone while they were record or asking for money oh and then another thing have you guys ever seen that street performer that like dresses up in all gold and is like a statue until you like put a dollar in and then he like goes into this like 10 minute act 10 second act and then he like uh, like it's like probably more like thirty seconds. He's like literally dressed in gold, like he looks like he's a statue, and he pulls it off really well. And then the the kids will put some in, and he'll like you know dance, and he'll go up on his thing, and then he'll go right back into like he's like a he's like a machine. But there was this lady that did it. And we saw her before she this lady who we saw before she put on the gear and the garb, and then she was just sitting there, and she was in a bad spot for it. But um, yeah, she was trying to take over the uh, the gold person gang there. <laughs> yeah, no. I really don't know how to explain it, people. Um, what else was I going to talk about that went on there? Yeah, and then, like, the homeless people, still, like, Canada has homeless people, so it's not all sunshine and rainbows up there. I'll be honest with you. I did find out Canada had a population similar to that of uh, California. Less than, less people in Canada than there is in California. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I can believe it. Because um, there's a lot of uninhabitable places there in Canada, but, you know, some of the most beautiful homes I've ever seen in my life in Niagara-on-the-Lake. Um, probably some of the most beautiful homes along this, like, along the Niagara River there. Um, there was some homes along Lake Ontario. I wish it wouldn't have been so cloudy, because then I could have seen uh, Toronto, which is off in the distance, like, about 100 miles away. Um, but, yeah, it's it's very, it's very, um, you know, mind, mind-boggling. We saw Wayne Gretzky's new winery. Uh, this is a very beautiful place, so if you ever get the chance to go up to Niagara Falls there, um, you should do it. So, anyways, anyways, the, um, anyways, so a lot of things been happening <laughs> since I've been gone uh, in Canada for those couple days. So, you know, you go on Facebook anytime now, and uh, there's always somebody fucking bitching about politics on Facebook. Now, people, I'm not about to lecture you about politics because I really don't give a shit. Like, I really don't care. Like, I come down the middle too often in politics. Like, I literally end up in the middle way too much. Oh, fuck. There's something else I want to talk about. It was this. This is going to take a little bit. So... I'll talk about politics in a few. You know, when people, you know, maybe they'll care. Uh, I got to search something right now. I have to search. There was this group. Now, I don't know if we're going to be able to find it. I don't remember what it was called. I have it on my phone. So let me, this is searching stuff with Ryan. Um, 
Uh, what the fuck was his name? Oh, here it is. It's called Fallon. So Falun Gong. Now we saw these people. Obviously, there's a large Asian population in the. Um, is this different? Falun Gong. What is Dafa? Falun Dafa. Is it the same thing? No, it's Falun Gong. Okay. Um, Falun Gong or Falun Dafa. Okay, so this Falun Gong. We saw these people like handing out brochures, and it said like hundreds of millions like massacred by the Chinese government and it is fucking serious. So you saw these like obviously these Chinese people whom were uh like just meditating in the in the park there in Niagara Falls and um like it is, I was like well, this is weird they'd be doing that and it's like kinda of weird that they'd be doing it here. So I looked it up when we got back. Dan actually sent me the link to it because I'd forgotten the name. Um, so they started to protest, and like, I guess like obviously China's had its, uh, its human rights uh, <laughs> problems. It's nothing to laugh about. It's actually pretty serious. Um, but really, as of two thousand nine, so well, I'll just tell you this. So in October nineteen ninety nine. Chinese government declared Falun Gong a heretical, I can't read, organization that threatens social stability. Falun Gong practitioners in China are reportedly subject to a wide range of human rights abuses. Hundreds of thousands are estimated to have been imprisoned extrajudicially, which I assume means unlawfully, and practitioners are in detention are subject to forced labor, psychiatric abuse. This has been reading with Ryan torture and other coercive methods of thought reform at the hands of the Chinese authorities. As of 2009, human rights groups estimated that at least 2,000 Falun Gong members had died as a result of, of abuse in custody. One observer reported that tens of thousands may have been killed to supply China's organ transplant injury industry. Can you fucking believe that? Organ harvesting from Falun Gong practitioners in China... Yeah, that says reports of organ harvesting from Falun Gong practitioners. Has this taken a dark turn or what? And other political prisoners in China have raised increasing concern by some groups within the International Committee. According to reports, political prisoners, mainly Falun Gong practitioners, are being executed for their organs. Um, the Falun Gong founder, this is new, by the way. I think this was founded um, quite recently. I think it's almost as old as me, or a little older than me. Yeah, 1992. So it's a little bit older than me. Um, and his founder, its founder, Li Hangshi, has lived in New York City since 1996. Sizable global consistency. Tens of millions continue to practice in spite of con- prosecution in China. And hundreds of thousands are estimated product practice Falun Gong outside of China. So it's basically just meditation um, from what I can pick up here. You know, I really can't read um, that well. But I will say it's pretty sad what happens to these people. And I really didn't understand why they were practicing there. But it all makes sense now. When you read about that stuff, it really makes you think. Like, Jesus Christ. But anyways, I guess that leads into my next political thing. <laughs> you can't go anywhere um, on Facebook anymore without seeing some goddamn 
political post. And it's always the same thing, right? It's always either super left or super right. I always tend to see this more super right shit that people repost because I'm friends with a bunch of white people. The left, the super left stuff comes from Twitter for me. I get it both ways. Everyone always wonders, you go on social media, dude, your brain's going to be fried. No, no, I, I play both sides here. If I go on Twitter, I see all the super liberal shit. And if I go on Facebook, I see all the super conservative shit. And I guess that's what leaves me um, to be, you know, down the middle. Because I do come out too much down the middle on most of this shit. Like, like guns, for example, which I'm going to talk about. I don't care if people own guns. Like, I really don't. Um, I do think it gets kind of weird when people say they have, like, 20 guns. Because you can only shoot, like, you know, one at a time. (laughs) And people just have 20. And I'm just like, well, you know, I guess, or whatever. It just kind of seems, you know, over the top. But whatever. Your life. And I don't think you should have your guns taken away. I mean, maybe if you're a crazy person. Because literally... I can't, we got back from Canada, you know, the place where this guy was talking about weed, man. You know, you do a little bit of weed there. You want some weed? Get high, man. Okay. Um, literally, the land of Canada, we leave, we come back, we pull into the Alta parking lot because Dana believes she's makeup, but I think she's beautiful without it, of course. Um, she, we pull in, and literally, the guy in the parking lot at Alta has his gun just out on his body there, on his person, you know, in its holster. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Good to be back. <laughs> it's like we never left. It's like we never fucking left. God, you people and your fucking guns. Like, I really, I just don't care. I just don't care about guns. Um, I don't understand the the fascination with them. I guess because my family never owned any. Like, I think my grandpa had a gun um, when I was younger. I never got a chance to shoot it. It was a revolver, so it was pretty weak compared to standards some people are using. But, you know, I don't even know where that thing is now. He probably still has it. Um, I mean, he does live in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania, so I guess that makes sense. You know, you never know who's going to walk up to your house there. Um, the craziest thing about my grandpa's house, though, is that you can literally sit on the porch... And you literally just wave no matter what. And when I say he lives in the middle of nowhere, people, I'm telling you, my grandpa, he lives in a double wide. He lives in a double wide trailer right outside of Altoona, Pennsylvania. (laughs) I'm telling you, you sit there, you see one car an hour, you raise your arm, you know, you put it in the air, and they wave out their window or they wave through their window, and you go, hey, and then they keep going about 50 miles an hour. Country road, dude. No street light. Fuck that. It's very dangerous to not have street lights where he lives because there's a lot of wooded area. There's a wild, lot of wildlife going on back there. You can come around a corner. You could fucking take out a deer. You could take out a turkey. They got wild turkeys out there, people. A lot of them. You wake up. You look out the window. You see all the fog and mist. You look out there. About 20, 30 turkeys out there. Eat good for a couple weeks. You go out there on the four wheel. You go pop, pop, pop. Put a, take a couple of them out. You know what I'm saying? Um. But yeah. But other than that, uh, things have been going good. So, But as I was saying about Facebook, I go on there. I'm ever going to get to my point. I go on Facebook and I see, like, uh, just these people. You know, they're always bitching. They're always bitching. You know, they got you. 
You know, you got, you got, got when you go on Facebook and you fucking see some shit like, you fucking libtards, you know, you fucking, you know, you want to open borders so bad, go ahead and leave your fucking doors unlocked, dude. It's like, oh, wow, that was, that took a lot, that was pretty clever. <laughs> that took a lot of brain power, no? Um, I love, I love the one where it's like, yeah, we just want these people to fucking, you know, I just want them to come here illegally, or legally. I don't want them to come here illegally anymore. I want them to come here legally. I want them to fucking, you know, I don't know how immigration works or anything like that, because I'm too fucking stupid to understand, like, how to actually realize how immigration works, but, I mean, fucking seriously, dude, I don't give a shit, like, where they're from, but, like, if they could just fucking figure it out and come here legally, I mean, I've never had to do any fucking difficult shit like that. I'd do anything for my kids, but I mean, the God forbid that fucking people, you know, on their way here from, to get a better life, you know, fucking, they better come here legally. When they don't realize that it's actually pretty fucking hard to come here legally. Because um, it took Carlos Santana and Yasiel Puig and um, all that time. Oh, that's another thing. Carlos Santana hit a walk-off home run twice last week for your Cleveland Indians. And, you know, if you shut off the border... You're probably not getting any Carlos Santana home runs. I think I went over this. You know, think about that. Did I go over that? I think I did. Because I think he did early, later in the week. Or later, like two weeks ago. But um, still, people. I mean, the people, they go on there and they're just like, you guys want to become your fucking legal. And you know that guy that's like complaining about it on Facebook all the time? His like girlfriend that he has like doesn't give a shit, you know, but she just goes along with it. So he just shuts the fuck up. You know, he comes home from work, and she's just sitting there like, oh, no. Oh, no. Like, Born in the USA was fucking playing by Bruce Springsteen because he doesn't understand the meaning of that song. <laughs> He's just blasting it in this fucking Dodge Ram. He pulls in the driveway. You hear the fucking rock spit up. And he... <laughs> He's... I'm setting the picture here for you, people. He walks in the door. He opens the door. Like, can you fucking believe it, honey? These motherfuckers want fucking people. You know, I just want them to come here illegally. I just, I just fucking, it has nothing to do with them being fucking brown. I mean, I'm fine if you're coming from the north or from the fucking east. I mean, you can come from wherever the fuck you want. I don't give a shit. Just as long as you come here illegally, you know. It's not about fucking being brown, being fucking white. I don't give a shit. Just come here illegally. I mean, fuck. What do you, okay, and she's just like, okay, uh, what do you want for dinner? And he goes, I mean, tacos. I mean, it's fucking Tuesday. <laughs> the fucking irony. This guy just fucking doesn't like brown people. You know, it would just be easier if we just all admitted that. And you know what it is? You know, I have all the answers. Okay, clearly I have all the answers. I hold this microphone. You don't. So clearly I have all the answers. I think it's people start to... I see this all the time, especially now on Twitter. I saw this girl say that she dumped her boyfriend because he didn't agree with her politically. And let me tell you, if you are choosing your friends and relationships on politics, I assume that you are probably the worst human being to hang out with. You are probably so fucking boring. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I think she literally might have said, like, Dumped this guy today, you know, he didn't fucking agree with what I fucking had to say. Um, you know, I fucking said, he said some shit, and I fucking dumped him. 
you know, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And it's like, uh, why would you do that? <laughs> you know, I, I think, I think I want to find the, the, the tweet, um, because it was kind of fucked up, you know, it was like, you know, I'm just fucking done. Oh, let's see. It says right here. Okay, I got it. I got it. I ended things with a guy I was literally seeing for two weeks. He freaked out and claimed I was immature for dumping him over political views. The dude blocked his mom. Oh, I didn't remember that part. And <laughs> I feel like an asshole. Because she didn't like Trump. He also woke me up to videos of the Trump inauguration two years later. Um... I don't know if that's okay. Like, I guess that's kind of weird. Like, I literally think uh, that's weird. I, I, I do see that people do that, though, where they start to choose their friendships on political views because you start to hang out with the same like-minded people. It's like, these people share my opinion, so I must be fucking right. It's like, that doesn't make sense. You know, we all have our opinions. I just think when you get in a group, like, that like has to be the way it goes, right? You hang out with a group of friends, you know, you all have the same thought process, you all start thinking the same, and then you fucking Ugh you go down a fucking rabbit hole, man. You start saying some shit and it always escalates, you know, it starts off really simple like like the Donald Trump thing, you know. That's kinda how like I don't know, I'm about to make a Hitler reference. But not not to Donald Trump people out there, okay? But like Hitler, you know, he has a group of friends, you know. Of course, everyone has friends, even Hitler, let's be honest. So they, he had his friends, and then like, <laughs> let's say like one of his top commanders really didn't believe. You know, I don't want to make the Hitler thing, because, you know, everyone takes everything so fucking seriously nowadays. But say one of the top commanders is just sitting there, and like Hitler's just going on and on, you know. You know, these fucking people, man, they're really fucking pissing me off. And everything the guy is just like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, whatever. And then uh, <laughs> somebody in a comedy club would be like, this isn't funny. Um, yeah, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, they're really fucking it up. And he's like, yeah, yeah, they are. And, and he's like, oh, wow. And then like, a couple of like-minded people come in the room like, yeah, you're fucking right. And the next thing you know, you know, fucking great war over, you know, human rights that shit. I think it's weird when... Um, when people really do start to just hang out with people that think exactly like them, thinking they're going to be smarter because of it. I think I really lost the podcast on this one. <laughs> I really uh, I really blew that one. I don't even know what I was trying to say. I wish the puns, I wish like when I was recording this that it would like transcribe it so I could find my spot. Or, Ryan, you could write down notes. That would be a good idea. Um... So I got to plug anything? I mean, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. You know what it is. I think I'm going to finish this up soon. Um, I don't want to keep you here for more than 30 minutes. I don't have any sponsors. You know, you're getting free. You're getting free. God damn. Comedy here, people. Once a week, 30 minutes. Getting free comedy. Was there anything else about Canada? I mean, a homeless poop person did poop on the ground. We did see that. I mean, I kind of just jumped back to the homeless people thing, but let's be honest. Homeless people are out of control. Facts. Um, 
But yeah, we went to this winery. I'm going to actually go back to the winery. So we picked up this wine from the, the winery there. And this, the, the tour guide had said, if you buy any wine, if you're, if you're a car traveler, which we were, because we only live three and a half hours from the border, um, he said you're going to have to pay tax on your way back in. So keep your receipt so you can you pay like two cents an ounce or something like that. And it's like that made us nervous because we had never we didn't know that Dana and I didn't know that, so we were like, oh shit, um, okay, well, blah blah blah. Let's keep our receipts. We're like, okay, well, let's keep our receipts. So we get to the border. Like we're really stressing about this because I'm like, oh, two cents an ounce on a bottle. Like you can bring back, I think, you get two free bottles, and then but if you have over five, you have to pay two cents. I don't really know how it works. I wasn't paying much attention. I don't know if it applied to beer either. I don't remember what he said. But, um, you know, fast forward, the guy goes, we get to the border, and he says, do you have anything, are you bringing anything across? And we're like, yeah, uh, did you buy anything, where are you staying? You know, yes, the basic question, like, where are you going? Uh, he's like, citizenship, I'm like, United States, where are you going? Back home, Cleveland. Then he said, where are you coming from? We're like, Niagara Falls, what was your purpose of your visit? You know, tourism, you know, vacation, and then, um... You, did you buy anything? And I'm like, yeah, clothes, about a t-shirt, some cookies, and some maple syrup, and some alcohol. And he's like, how many bottles and what alcohol? And I said, wine and beer, and five bottles of wine and ten beers. Well, twenty beers, you know, you okay, we're alcoholics. Saying it out loud really hurts. And then he goes, okay, and he just hands the cards back, and we just get on our way. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. That worked out. I did not want to deal with the fucking paying tax, you know, but the tour guide did give us good advice, you know, those people at the border, they don't want to harass you, they're not looking for you, okay, let's be honest, everyone's always, dude, the fucking people at the border are so rude, it's like, were they rude, or did you drive up with, you know, your card not ready, your passport not ready, you know, did you give them a little attitude because they asked you a couple questions in rapid succession that you didn't know how to answer because you suck at talking to people? Was it that, or were they rude? I mean, it might have been a combination of both, but, well, that's the podcast, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, that kind of got weird near the end, but, you know, we'll, we'll live, okay? We will live to see another day. Um, I will be doing another podcast, hopefully, sometime this week. Um and then have it posted for next week. I'm hoping to do these on... I'm hoping to get these posted Mondays or Tuesdays or even Sundays. I haven't picked a day yet. You know, it's only the third one, so we're really working it out. I do have school coming up. I'm hoping to continue to do that. I'm also working on a YouTube channel. So if you want to go ahead and, you know, rate my podcast five stars, leave a nice comment, leave a mean comment. Who gives a shit? Rate it whatever you want. You know, it's your life. I'm not the one uh, judging you. So... Do whatever you want. Uh, Thanks for listening, and I will see you next time, and uh, go fuck yourself. Bye.